Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's Friday again. Welcome back to Glass of Wine, where we drink many glasses of wine and we complain about everything and anything. I am one of your hosts. I am Juno Schwartz. And to my left... Andy Schossler. And to my right... I'm Zancy Weber and I know how to say my name. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's hard. (laughs) Just got to approach it confidently. (laughs) And straight in front of me, we have a very special guest. A super special guest. Who I've never met before. What's your name, sir? It could be Glenn Schwartz. Oh, is, are you my father? <laughs> he did look familiar. Are you <laughs> claiming to have never met your father before this very moment, Gina? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's for the show. We love banter here. We love the banter. I want money. <laughs> Back. Uh, un- <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't offer that service here, sir. Um, so tell us, what do you do with yourself? Where are you from? I'm from Cairns and I'm visiting you in Brisbane. Oh, how lovely. I must be a very lovely person for you to visit. <laughs> well, you are my favourite youngest daughter, so yes. <laughs> I feel like Gina's got you here just so she can put you on the spot <laughs> and ask all the questions that she's otherwise <laughs> too uncomfortable to ask and afraid that you might not give a truthful answer. You're on record. <laughs> <laughs> Does this follow on from previous podcasts? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, and tonight we are drinking a Chardonnay and uh, it is pronounced... Ngringa. Ngringa. I'm just going to pronounce it wrong again. Okay. Confidence, Gina. It's Confidence. The, it's there. And it's from Adelaide Hills in our South Australia. And it is a Chardonnay. We're drinking a white tonight. Yeah, which is a little... I see. And it's a vintage of 2017, Ooh. two years old. Mm. What do we think? Have we had a little smelly it's smell? It's very sharp on the nose. It doesn't it smell is. like a Chardonnay. Well, no, I no. don't think it does. And, of course, it's courtesy of our friends at the Wine Gallery. Wine Gallery. So our sponsors, of course, if you haven't been listening, what is wrong with you? But also welcome. <laughs> we welcome everyone. Um, winegallery.com.au is a lovely wine subscription service that delivers straight to your door. Uh, Usually three bottles of wine a month, but if you're a sane person, you will add that fourth bottle of wine and shipping is free, my friends. Also, go on to thewinegallery.com.au, do their palette quiz. They'll ask you some zany questions and they will recommend wines that hopefully suit your palate and, of course, send them to you. But if you want the uh, first round of wine to be a little bit cheaper, then just pop in our uh, code, glass of wine with an H, at the checkout and you will get $25 off your first order, which is amazing. And so I will say, you are not bound 
to no. order every month and you're not bound to order the wines that they recommend to you. If you see a wine in their range that you want in your uh, your first delivery or second delivery, mm. you can just say, I would like this to replace one of the recommended wines, please. And they will do it. And also I know that Zane has said a lot, if, um, if you get a wine and you don't particularly like it, you can send in uh, your... Yeah, they, they ask for ratings so that they mm. can get to know your palate a bit better. Also get to know what is what what wines are popular and not. Yeah. And so there was one particular wine that I personally didn't like and I gave it a one star. And they, were, and they sent me an email going, you mark this wine one star. Can we ask why, what, what in particular you didn't like about it? And then they gave me a free bottle of wine. Which is for very my lovely. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. That we've had nothing but very good interactions with the winegallery.com.au. Good customer service. That's what we like to hear. And amazing wine. Mm-hmm. May anyway, I say? Oh, sorry. Back to the wine. Glenn, what do you think? Uh, may I say that um, when you were a young child, <laughs> we actually subscribed to a similar type of uh, wine service. service. However, there was no uh, surveys or, or, or right. palate tasting. And it was just sheer luck whether you got a good wine or a bad yeah, wine. Yeah. And there was no if, buts or maybes. That was like... Thanks a lot for coming. Give this us is your money. wines today. And, and that's what you'll get. <laughs> did they send them to your door? Yes. Oh, they wow. Delivered. They were delivered. But they weren't cheap. Oh, well. So. <laughs> these, ones, these ones are pretty good. Every single bottle is $23. Yeah, they have a static price from the, point. From the wine gallery, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah. If foreign or not, well, whether it's from that's, Australia That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. the, the wine gallery sounds much preferable to the one we used to subscribe yeah. to. Yeah. Back in the day, though. In the day. In the day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this Um, Chardonnay that isn't a Chardonnay, but is a Chardonnay. It it doesn't... mm. It doesn't smell and doesn't taste like any other Chardonnay that I've ever had. It's it's tangy, but in a different type of way. It kind of tastes dry, but it isn't dry. No. It's a... uh, Very confusing. Yeah, it's... It's fruity, that's for sure. It's mm. very refreshing. I mean, it smells sharper than it is in in your mouth. I, I think mm. drinking it is is uh, less less shocking than it is when you th- when you first smell it. It's an enigma. That's the <laughs> word I was looking for. A in conundrum. My, uh, in my head, I was thinking an enema. <laughs> oh yeah, very different thing. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's not it. I'm so close. <laughs> Some wines could be used for enemas. <laughs> I think um, you definitely want to be eating something with this. Because it Ooh. it is a little bit heavy. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can I can feel it on the tongue. It's kind of sitting there. Yes. In, in between mm. in between uh, mouthfuls. I'm trying to work out what that taste is though. It's, it's like an aniseedy or licorice oh. taste or something. I don't know. I I can't taste the aniseed, but it, there is a lingering taste that I, that I can't pick either. Mm. Now, while we're talking about food, do you want to play the game? The, the game. Now, Glenn, do you know what the game is? Well, it's funny, funny as you say that, Gina. I listen to your podcast. So oh, wow. So I do know how the game plays. <laughs> okay, great. So we won't start with you just to since – you're, since you're a guest, we'll be nice. All right? Andy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're, under, you're under the microscope. What did I do to incur I don't your know, wrath? No, you're, just, you're just confident and you're there. You can take what I'm putting out. And I will <laughs> – Fight back. Okay. With equal measure. I will, I, th- I think I want to have some cheese with this. Cheese, yeah. Something with a little bit a little bit of, I don't know, meat and, and cream to it, something that's going to soak it up a little bit. Mm. Or turkey, funnily enough. I really want some Ooh. turkey with this. Okay. 
I'm thinking like Chinese food, sort of like <gasps> really oh. maybe a little bit of spice, uh, yeah. but something with lots of vegetables in it, but also uh-huh. very light-ish to eat, yeah. Okay. And Glenjamin. I am struggling. Um, <laughs> what I do mean, you... cheese is a really easy answer for this one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can imagine drinking this after you've eaten some cheese. What do you like to eat a lot? Uh, yeah, well, I was thinking a, a nice red steak. Close. Mm? So, the, okay. We're I all... feel like Gina's trying <laughs> to cheat. No, no, no. <laughs> with, with, roast, with roast pumpkin. With roast pumpkin. Ooh. I like that suggestion. This is you're good well all, with roast vegetables, yeah. You're all dancing around it. But so far on this beautiful list, we have um, sort of grilled chicken salads, sort of summery food. So pork dish- dishes uh, with rich sauces or even a um, summer vegetable risotto. Risotto. Yeah. Something like that, you know. I mean, or this- for me, isn't a salad wine because the salad is a bit too light for this. Yes, I think yeah. so. Um, or agree, something yeah. like grilled fish um, or ravioli with squash, uh, mushrooms or other veggies. So there you go. Squash is close to pumpkin, you know. Thanks for looking after me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to find – oh, here we go. So we have yellow peach pear. This is what is kind okay. of in the mm. wine. Um, hmm, toasted grains – and nuts. Mm, okay, that might be what's in the back of my throat. Yeah, as well as a delicate milky note on the mid palate. Do we taste that milky note? I don't know whether I taste that. Nothing milky. No. I don't know about milk, but there's a milky. There's something there that has a little mm, bit of body I, to it. Yeah, and the oak is very subtle. I can taste oak. Mm. I think. Yeah. Well, where are we drinking this? Hmm. I don't know. I was too busy. Waiting for your answers. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to point accusatorily at Andy to get him to go first? Andy! Oh, again. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, Glenn, so. Apparently, <laughs> thank I'm you once again. <laughs> 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 it's warming, mm-hmm. so I think it has to be cold to okay. enjoy this. Yeah. And I think some sort of celebratory bonfire or something might be a. <gasps> A nice oh, yeah. you know, you like if you're in a cult and <laughs> yeah. you're having like yeah. a, a like a half yearly celebration of the solstice. Yeah, exactly. It's like right. a really big fire, clearing out the um, the the gravestones, <laughs> the makeshift gravestones from the previous year's yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, proceedings. Naysayers. Uh, yeah, that's right. Burning them to get rid of all the evidence. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. As well yeah. as any clothes that happen to get in the Lie way. Lie around. Yeah. yeah. And you're just, you know, getting this roaring fire going. You want to have something to, you know, slip the poison in so it's not so it's not so obvious, obvious what you're doing. <laughs> not detectable. <laughs> no, really, I'd, I'd, I'd very much like to have this outside in the cold. Okay. Yeah. At night. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Zane? This one's, this one's a strange one. Mm. Um, I think this would be, again, maybe a celebratory one, like if it is kind of like – having like an office party or like an mm. office celebration, something that isn't too serious but is a step above just kind of like a casual get-together. Yep. Yeah, so if there's kind of like a – just like a the end of a project that went particularly well and, yeah, this is just the wine you drink at that party. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Glenjamin, what do you think? I'd love to see it at Taylor's wedding. 
<laughs> Call back to last week's episode. So uh, congratulations to Taylor's sister and hopefully to Taylor oh, uh, surviving <laughs> the... Uh, Not Taylor's wedding, sorry. Taylor's <laughs> <laughs> <No>, sister. <laughs> so you're drinking this at Taylor's sister's wedding. Yes, very yeah. formal affair. Okay, so mm. it's a formal one. Mm. Okay. I think... Uh, I think I'm drinking this. It's not quite a gift wine, mm. but it's um, – I think it's just like communal wine. You know, when you're at someone's house and you've run out of drinks or maybe you didn't have drinks and someone says, oh, here's this wine, you have this. I'm like, oh, So you wouldn't specifically have this one? You wouldn't pick this one out? Um, Maybe. I, this but is a wine that you have on hand. Yes. For, when, for when the wine that everyone's brought – I see. Runs okay. Out. Yeah. Okay. And the party's gone too oh, well no. and too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, More that's wine. Bad. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I've <been to> them. <laughs> yeah. So it's not. It's not like I didn't choose this wine. It's like okay. I'm gonna put this at the back of the fridge for an occasion when I'm gonna need it. Hopefully and we don't need it. But if the party <laughs> does go on that long, yeah. it's there. Yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. ready. Mm, okay. And um, so I'm drinking this wine, and it's. Uh, I'm probably slightly tired, but I'm really liking the company. And I've probably gone off on like the balcony just to have some alone time, and it's just nice. And the and the breeze is coming in, and it's just nice and peaceful. And I'm drinking this wine on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you've put him to sleep. <laughs> Rude, Glenn. <laughs> Not sorry, invited sorry. back. <laughs> so, we have our wine. We have our wine. <clears throat> I think there's one thing left to do, gentlemen, and that's to complain. Oh, dear. <laughs> now, Mr. Schwartz, do you have Ms. anything <laughs> to complain about? As a matter of fact, I do. Oh, this is – I've got high <laughs> hopes for what this is. <laughs> I live in Cairns, as everybody – well, not everybody knows, but – Now they do. <laughs> yes, so. everyone knows this. I talk about you exclusively. <laughs> I, do. I don't think so. I, anyway. So I have, I've had to come come down to – and I've spent a week at Noosa. On the way down, there was – I drove, by the way. <laughs> That's quite a haul. 19 hours. Yeah. 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 I stay overnight. And in places. Rest up and take <laughs> – because you have to rest – or was it rest or rest easy? What's it? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, the slogan is, re- oh, yeah. What is it? It's uh, rest or rest, rest often forever? or rest easy. Or <laughs> rest often like that, or yeah. rest in peace. Something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So, so you got You must take those breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Driving down, you would find some far, um, passing lanes. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does anyone pick it up what I'm laying down? Mm-hmm. They are not As frequent someone enough. who commutes to Bundaberg yeah. quite frequently. <laughs> yes, so mm-hmm. here, here I am. I'm following. It's 100 kilometres an hour and I don't speed kids. But I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting behind a person who's doing 90 kilometres an hour. I can't get around them. We come to the passing lane. And it's usually like a double-laned yes, area yes, yes. where you can't get around them. Mm. Yeah. So we come to the passing lane. Keep left unless overtaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate, decides the speed go from 90 to 120. Why do they th- speed up? 30 seconds flat. Every single time they <laughs> speed yep, up. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know why. Why I hate having cars trailing behind me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, please, overtake me. Yeah. I'm in a tiny car that can't go faster than this. I'm going to pull over slightly to the side and I'll slow down a little bit so you can get past Absolutely. me. No problem. But then, <sighs> kids... They get out of that passing lane and they go right back down to 70 or 90 or whatever the hell it is. Is it it trolls on the road? Like people who are deliberately trying to 
you know, raise the ire of, of, of the drivers behind them? Well, Andy, let me tell you a story. One time I was driving from Brisbane to Bundaberg, four and a half hour trip. If, it's a nice drive. Yeah, if if, <laughs> if you're if you're not stopping four and a half hours, uh, and there is a couple of these double lane highways with these overtaking lanes every so often, and as soon as it went down to two lanes, I'm behind this white car and this red car, and in every I can't believe you remember the colours. I was following these people <laughs> indelibly for two hours. Imprinted, and every single overtaking lane. Wow. The red car would pull into the overtaking mm-hmm. lane, pull up next to the white car, and then they would just match each other <gasps> until the lane oh. changed and it would pull back in behind the white car. And it drove me <laughs> insane. And so after about 30 minutes of this, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to pull over yeah. a rest stop. I'm going to go Let them get go a ahead. snack. Yeah. Stretch my legs. <laughs> and of course, I get back in my car, drive at a normal speed because Try they're driving to... slower than regular. I catch up to them in <laughs> half an hour's time. <laughs> You try and gain your sanity and yeah. go, okay, I won't see them again. It's okay. Like I'm a pretty calm driver. Like I'm a bit of a grandma on the road. I'm not a very aggressive driver, but gosh darn, that made me angry. <laughs> I'll tell you a story that I haven't, I don't think it's not much of a story, but I haven't told anyone. And I know as I'm going to say it in front of my dad, his eyes are going to widen. The very first, <laughs> <They already have. laughs> the very first day I got my peas, I decided that me and my friend were going to go on a road trip just an hour uh, south of Cairns. Anyway, so it was great. We're on the highway having a great time and we get to this semi-little town before the town that we want to get to. Anyway, so we're behind either a car or a truck, something like that. And You it's don't have many choices really on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, and, we're on this, and we're on this stretch of road. It's not too far, but it's far enough that I know I can overtake them. Anyway... So I'm in front of them and my friend is next to me, my best friend. And she goes, yeah, like overtake them. Yeah, like, oh, we need to. I was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And it's maybe 90 or 100 zone. <laughs> anyway, so I go to overtake them. What a cavalier attitude you have towards feel, driving. I feel like that was the punchline, but I'm not sure why. No, because uh, anyway. Could have been yin and yang. <laughs> and I go to overtake them and... I don't know, maybe I I can't remember the exact circumstances, but maybe this car was already coming in the opposite direction or maybe it just, I didn't see it or something. Anyway, so I go to overtake them, but the car that I'm overtaking isn't kind of, it seems to be speeding up or just going the same speed. Mm -hmm. So I have to speed up to go around them. And this car that's coming... (laughs) And the direct opposite direction is getting faster and faster. And I'm still right next to this car I'm overtaking. (laughs) And I'm in like, what was she? I called her Wanda, my first car. And she was a um, 1999 Toyota. And this was in 2013. So she was was old. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm, I'm trying to speed up and this car's coming at me. And I'm beside this other car. And I think I get up to like maybe 120 to overtake it and when we get we kept getting closer and closer and my friend next to me is like oh <laughs> 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 and we were both 17 we're like ah! 
That's not a sound that you want to hear from a passenger. (laughs) You don't want to be like, oh, no, 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 no. And we were both like, yeah, it's fine. We can overtake them. And then we were like, oh, my God. (laughs) It was the, yeah, it was a great job. First experience. That's it. You're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 22. Please. Yeah, you're right. No, I think <laughs> that's, that's justified. How did it I'll allow it? End. Did you? Oh, end it up ended fine. No, no. I mean, did you end up overtaking them, or yes. or did you slip back in? Oh no, them? I ended up overtaking them, but it you was committed like committed. And <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> at a closing speed of 266 <laughs> an hour. Yeah, but once we once we got in it, we were like, oh, okay, yep, we're not doing that again. No more overtaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will pull over and let their partner. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was good. It was really good. Oh, <laughs> Actually, the, the day I got my open licence yeah. was the day I got my first speeding ticket. Oh, no. It oh. happened It happened in a part of Gladstone that was next to the power station. It had been until that time, until two weeks before or a month before or so, it had always been an 80 zone. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and maybe... 200 metres before the road goes to a 100 zone, uh, the, the police guy was there, was there with, the, mm. with the radar. It had been changed down to a 60 zone. I was doing 76 and he got me. Dastardly dastards. I got to Rockhampton where I, was, where I was going, paid the ticket straight away and the lady looked at me very <laughs> strangely. You realise you've got, a, you've got 28 days to pay this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I've got to pay it anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm just feeling <laughs> guilty. Just, yeah. <laughs> I need this off my record. Let's just yeah. get it <laughs> if I pay it within the hour, is, it, is there uh, a sponge? <laughs> like, I'm happy to pay double. I'll pay yeah. double. Yeah. <laughs> now, $23, thank you, sir. <laughs> now, does anyone else have a uh, gripe to... Uh, I've, got, I've got a bit of a petty one. Yeah, I love it already. Look. It's grammatically based. Oh, okay. Oh. I can't help you. Oh, I love these. If right, you right. start picking <laughs> on the Oxford comma, I will come. No, for no, 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 no. <laughs> all right. I use the comma too much, and I'm not really sure how to. <laughs> <laughs> this point, I don't want to ask. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> this is very much concerning the prefix "pre" and how it's applied and misapplied. Okay. okay. It has <laughs> legitimate uses, mm. right? I agree. Like, <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> like um, how cars and you know s- secondhand things. Pre-owned. They used to be. They used to be called pre-loved. secondhand. Now, now they're called pre-owned, pre-loved. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's a legitimate use of it because you get all the information you need. Used to be owned. It's no longer owned. It's 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 up for sale, but it's it's not brand new. Mm. But the times when people put pre in front of already past tense words, like what? Like people say, "Oh, this was pre cooked." Well, yeah, of course it was pre cooked. You're not going to <laughs> post cook anything. Yeah, right. It's not it's not cooked in the future. Yes, it is cooked. It's so you already, should say it's already it was, never heard anyone use it in that context. No, it will pre- be no. re cooked. Are you reheated? Yeah. Not even re. No, they just say this was or like prepared, right? Oh, okay. And people would. I've I've heard people say pre-prepared. Oh, no, <laughs> this is a pre-prepared thing I've done. I've actually I've, heard that as well. I've yeah. Pre-prepared this pre-cooked meal. 
Yeah. I actually pre-pre-prepared it. <laughs> I prepared it before I pre-prepared it for you now. So I've pre-pre-prepared it. This <laughs> is something I pre-prepared earlier. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know why, but it just sends me mad every time I hear it. Is it, is it not as common I, as... Uh, I don't think I've heard it as much as you have, okay. but I probably okay. will now. Maybe I've just noticed it a lot, a lot yeah. more. I think there's definitely a trend in adding unnecessary prefixes to words just because it makes you sound intelligent. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to the example of... Um, oh, what, what is it? Not irrelevant. Um, irregardless? Irregardless. There's <laughs> like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or the initial first one. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, yeah, a, it's just very redundant uh, uh, grammar that these people are, are using. Redundant words. I think people try, and you hear it a lot of times with reporters when they will use extra words that mean exactly the same thing yeah. to make that sentence. word count. That's what sends <laughs> me ballistic. It. When people who should know better, mm. when mm. people whose whose job it depends on. You know, conveying information in a in a very deliberate way, a very mm. specific way, and they screw it up, yeah. or that, or they play with it to to, to pad the runtime. Yeah, it's like deja vu all over again. <laughs> Can, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that case, it's totally fine. Uh, can I ask your opinion on using nouns as verbs? How so? Like to Google every something? now and then, I like to velociraptor around the house. What what is velociraptor? Pretending to be a velociraptor. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That that's I, fine. I, no, it I, recontextualizes the word entirely. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's absurd at all. That's how languages evolve. But I also think you can use that in like, um, you know, oh, today I was just just a zane. <laughs> you know oh, I, I mean? just zaned everywhere today. You know what I mean? Wherever I was. And people know what you mean. You're like, oh, you were acting like Zane. I don't Look, know if, what you mean when you if say Shakespeare, that. If Shakespeare didn't take some license and <laughs> just go crazy with the English language and invent new Make words. Make up words. Invent new turns of phrase. Mm. We wouldn't have a Andy. quarter of the language we have today. Now, mm. I know that this is a safe space where we agree with each <laughs> other, but I, I feel the need to call you out that I feel that you're arguing against your own point here. How so? People adding no, no, no. free just because, like it's it's gonna yeah. sound no, no, but better. I'm I'm specifically against when it makes a phrase so or, it's or a term redundant. Right. Exactly right. Okay, exactly I can get right. behind that. Tautologies yeah. are one of my least favorite things as well. My pet peeves. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't I don't know why it does that to me. I'm the same. I I did I didn't pass senior English at all, but it's I, I know my grammar <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I can spell yeah. so. That's two things we don't have in common. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just because people who are using it, they're being a little bit lazy in it. Either they haven't thought about it or they're tr- or pretending to be smarter than, than they are. Than they are. Or, and, a, and that's what I find so detestable. Or mm. clever people using the word use. Oh. See use later. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh. What would no, you, you say? What Terrible. would you say? See you later. Yeah, I love the word y'all. Yeah. Why apostrophe A-L to mean you all? Not only is it genderless, you can be talking to literally anyone, one person, a whole group of people. It's so versatile. <laughs> um, or you can just say you all. I'll see you all later. Yeah. Or see, yeah, okay. or see you later. Yeah. See you, you later. You can do that too, yeah. There's no such yeah. word. Well, there is your word use. Use. But, oh. but it's not to, not, oh, it has nothing to do with people. Apostrophe S-E. What is it? What is it contracting? Is it, I, I'm going to see you. 
Are you are you trying to pluralize it? Why does it have the apostrophe then? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. I don't like it, Gina. Well, then you you get use all. (laughs) Use all. People who say use all. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is ear poison. I will completely agree with you on that. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I've had one wind at night. (laughs) Coming for you, Cockneys. (laughs) Now this is. I'm gonna take us on a different tangent. Oof. And if oh. it's bad, we can just end the episode straight away. All right. I'll, I'll have my finger over the, the, the cut button. <laughs> just cut it. Just cut it off. All right. So have we heard of a little documentary called Leaving Neverland? Yes. Have you, I Andy? Have. No, please. Is that the Michael me. Jackson one? Yes. Mm. No. Okay. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, so, Andy, it's called Leaving Neverland and okay. it's about these two kids, Wade and – do you know the other I, one? I cannot tell you their names. I haven't watched it. I've only read a couple kind of uh, okay. reports on it and what it actually outlines and et cetera. Et cetera. I can't actually remember the other guy's name, which is atrocious, but let's call – I think um, they mo- I think only way well, only one of them has released their name. The other one has not. Can we call him Russell? Yeah, let's sure. call him Wade Russell and Wade. So Wade and what was the chimp's name? Uh, it wasn't Bubbles. 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 Yeah, it wasn't Sparkles. It was <laughs> <laughs> that was his dog. <laughs> <laughs> he was three last year. <laughs> Had a big party. Um, um, yeah. So Russell and Wade are these two boys um, that came into Michael's life at one time of, of another. Wade was actually from is actually from Brisbane, Australia. Okay. So he was a massive fan of Michael Jackson when he was a kid and he was also a dancer when he was very little and somehow he got into a competition met Michael. Whereas Russell was just a kid actor model who happened didn't really know Michael at all and happened to be on a commercial with him and okay. became friends with him that way. Anyway, Leaving Neverland is a documentary about these two who men now and about their journey with Michael and their sexual abuse with Michael and how it all happened and their family's involvement etc and so forth and I've watched because it's actually in two parts uh, part one and part two and I've watched all of part one and half of part two and just watching it and from what I know from watching other documentaries about pedophiles it's very hard for me to even um, just imagine that people don't believe that this is real. Right. He, I just think people come out and say, oh, it's uh, these men are just looking for money. They're looking for fame. Why would they come out now that he's dead, now that he's this? You know, they defended him in the past. Why are they coming out now? But when you look at the facts, they were kids when they first defended Michael. Mm-hmm. They were still below the age of 20 and they were still under his spell. And what Michael said to the both of them was, you know, if anyone found out about this, I would be in jail and you would be in jail as well. Okay. And he – it never started off as straightaway sexual abuse. It was the grooming, not only of them but of their families. Mm. So he would groom their mum and dad. He would call their parents every night and speak to them for hours. So that's how the families began to trust Michael. Right. So of course, and of course if, like he would get the families along with the children and yeah. stay in the same hotel and then but then over a period of time he would move the family further and further away mm. from the child. Okay. Yeah. And be like, hotel. oh sorry 
we couldn't get you on the same floor because, you know, hotels right. and stuff. And after a while, of course, the families would go, oh, that makes sense. You know, hotels just work that way. But from what I know, there's also a great documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight, um, which is about a pedophile who befriended um, a family. He also had a family okay. at church. They met each each family met each other at church and this pedophile befriended this family just to get to this girl. And it wasn't straight away. It literally took him years to befriend everyone and to gain their trust before he started doing anything. And this is kind of the way Michael uh, acted, but it was condensed because obviously he didn't have years. He's a celebrity, so he needs to fast track that. But also (laughs) he has the wealth to bring them in as well. And also... I just can't believe that with all this evidence, why would anyone lie? Can and I proffer an opinion? Yes. I'm not denying that any of this has happened and mm. I'm, I'm whatever and I think that it is an issue only because so many people are so invested in Michael Jackson and the effect that they had on them growing up and so they have, they're struggling to separate the artist and the work. You can have had a really positive experience with this one aspect of this celebrity and have this celebrity be a monster behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and not have that taint your experience with his work. Jim Carrey Carrey is absolutely insane. Oh, absolutely. When when you listen to him talk personally, Mm. but that doesn't, you know, sully his, his career and his movies. I still enjoy his movies quite a bit. Similar, there was a bloke. Um, I'm just trying to think of his name. His name. He was an English guy, Jimmy somebody, and he was he was terrible. He he was just the, one of the worst predators that's ever been. Oh, um, um, Jimmy. <laughs> I can cannot think of his name. No. But anyway, but this Jimmy guy. I know. I, I, know, I, I think I know he, who you're talking he, about. He, yeah. yeah, he he was he was a, a actor entertainer, and, and and then he was also a manager, and and he had a lot a lot of people working for him and around him, but he was just bad. Mm. Right. And, yeah. and it, was, it wasn't only until that later came out later that these, this became oh, people became aware and they, everyone was just like the Me Too now. It was like it was the Me Too then. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, and that's the thing when they've got p- these people around them, it's just all of these people choosing either not to believe what they kind of should or just choosing not to ask questions. Yeah. Or, or choosing to go along with the with the flow because absolutely. it's easier. Yeah, and I'm, he's looking after me. So yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm, and I'm I think in his, his, I'm in really his game, it, it comes down to the idolatry, like worshiping yeah. these people. If Michael Jackson wasn't worshipped as the king of pop, it wouldn't be a huge issue when he's accused of this. He would just be investigated. And then if it's found yes or no, then that would be the end of it. it you would hope so, yeah. Because people are so invested in this idea of this person being better than everyone else and he's just a, a child with arrested development and he just wants to live in this wonderful Neverland where Thanks, he never man. grows up and have a <laughs> chimp named Bubbles. Uh, and a dog named Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> I think my annoyance is the fact that People not believing survivors and also not seeing the facts because they don't want to. Yeah, it's clouded. Yes, I I hate that. I think it's I think it's especially now like we don't have an excuse. Just of course, of course they wouldn't come out. They were kids. Why are they coming out now? Because 
they want to set it straight because they're adults. Also, the threat's gone. And the threat is gone. Michael is not here. There's no one going to be barreling down their door and, like, you know, ruining or their lives. lawyers to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And even now, those men are so brave to come out because the amount of backlash that people are still going to throw at them. No doubt. Yeah, I just I, – I think it's really – dumb that people don't believe it because they don't want to and when it comes down to it not to make light of it but celebrities are people and, and people. what do we know about people <laughs> glenn do you know most of them are assholes <laughs> you're so close trashy <laughs> trashy assholes <laughs> trashy assholes people yes, are trash indeed. including Was celebrities say that? yes absolutely you were so close but assholes works as well yeah not to bring the mood down but i was just Oh, Absolutely, F's. and it, it is something that annoys. Well, at least most of the people that I've communicated with about this is, is yeah, the the the, the default to question the motives of the victim. Mm. Whereas, like, if they if this is true, their motives are very clear. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But you first have to establish whether or not it is true, and in doing that, part of it is to question their motives as well. Yeah, but of course people are doing it without watching the documentary, without yeah. learning what they're saying. No, that's true, but documentaries are narratives as well. And they're this not one, this necessarily one is, is particularly yeah. biased. Yeah. For um, sure, but also they can't question him, so... Yes, there are a lot of people <laughs> that have questions and it will, it will go on in court for a while because it is being challenged, mm. but... That is for another podcast. People are trash. <laughs> for another day. <laughs> including Michael Jackson. Yes. Yeah. He, w- he was a people. He was a people. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much everyone wants to deny it and things say he was an alien, he was a people. He was a people. And people are trash. They are. Especially Gina. when you're hanging your kid over balconies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that oh. was justified, hey? <laughs> hey? <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, what, did, what was his quote? Yeah, Having plenty. somebody in your bed is the kindest thing you can do. What did he say? I I do not know this quote. Oh. I'm uh, like I'm gonna come out of the Michael Jackson closet right now. I'm not a huge fan of Michael Jackson. Oh, I me neither. Don't really know much about it. How <laughs> could you? Uh, I thought that's how we became friends. <laughs> no, he said something like because when people were saying, "Oh, that he would have children in his bed," he's like, "Oh, the kindest thing is to share your bed with a someone." I'm like, "Oh, yes, someone, not a nine-year-old boy." Anyway, <laughs> none of that. None of that. People we are, are trash. Glass of wine. <laughs> Check people us trash. out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Where just look us up as Glass of Wine. We should be. That or close to that on all of those. We do. You can always find us online, our home on the web at that's not canon.com forward slash glass of wine. And of course, while you're there, look at all the other lovely podcasts that are up there. It's true. More every week. Mm-hmm. Well, not every week, but most weeks. Most weeks. <laughs> most weeks. Um, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Zane. Thank you, Gina. And thank you, Glenn, was it? <laughs> Correct, yes. <laughs> Is it awkward calling your dad by his first name? No, I actually call him Glenjamin a lot. I really? Like, yeah, it's That's a fun. cute pet name. Okay. It's Has like, done for a while. Yeah, right. it's like Benjamin right. but Glenjamin. Yeah, it's very, very witty. Thank you. (laughs) I thought of it years ago and I'm like, this is going to (laughs) stick. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. And thank you, most importantly, to me. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Gina. (laughs) And thank you, glass of wine, wine gallery. (laughs) 
Of course, go on to www.wine. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <How> do you listen? <laughs> Winegallery.com.au. The Wine Gallery. The, the Wine Gallery. I made this mistake recently oh, no. updating my, my latest shipment. It is The Wine Gallery. Okay, good. So, Wine Gallery. <laughs> new listeners, remember thewinegallery.com.au. Go on there, do the palette quiz, sign up, get four bottles, send it to you for free because you got those four bottles and put a glass of wine in at the checkout. Get that $25 off that we all need because it's 2019 and the economy is bad. <laughs> Bad. Bad. <laughs> Take years all. <laughs> <laughs> we have been Glass of Wine. Check in next week when we will be here drinking more alcohol. Bye. Bye. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz. A new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.